Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello everyone and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. A pithy, pithy line. What do you mean? It's a mouthful, isn't it? Oh, right. You don't have to say it. No, I've never said it. And you, you never will? No. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas for movies as we like, but only one will make it through to the next stage, where we bought a nice new winter jacket. I'm Joel, a man who puts the buff in buffet, and I feel like I've already done that one. But I keep absolutely no record of these, and I'm still doing it, so fine. And across from me is John Harris, a man who is keeping a meticulous record of every move I make in the hope that he can one day pen a Fire and Fury-style expose. He didn't know what he was doing. I was the puppet master. You're Steve Bannon. Gutted, mate. Gutted. Would you rather be Donald Trump or Steve Bannon? (laughs) First movie pitch. (laughs) Third option, please. No, you've got to pick. Trump or Bannon? This is this is the question. Have have I had to live their whole life, or is it a Freaky Friday situation where I wake up tomorrow in their body? Because that's a very different answer. Is it really? Yes. You'd wake up tomorrow as Bannon. Yeah, because of the anonymity, and you could just mind your but, own business. So you'd li- Actually, yeah, no. But then you just get abuse hurled at you. The same you. for both, wouldn't you? If, yeah. No, because if I start the life as Trump, can I then change change things. it? No, you have to live through live. it, like being John Malkovich. Oh God. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you've, the choice is you've got to be in John Malkovich, one of their lives. Whatever I, whatever I answer, whatever word comes out of my mouth in a second, Joel will forget the whole scenario and just go, did you hear that? Uh, yeah, what John... I want you to say is I would choose to be, and then that person's name, and, and no one's going to clip it out of context, that'll never happen. <laughs> but if you could please answer it by saying I would choose to be. Joel, Joel weirdly actually just said that, just offered to edit this week's episode. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> why, why is this week's episode three seconds long? <laughs> probably bannon right yeah i think so tweet us <laughs> <laughs> so john is is really bad it really struggles with these sort of decisions so what we'd like you to do is get in touch with some really difficult yes or no choices, like this or the other choices for john oh. and he will respond to them and in a public forum that sounds like fun that's our new podcast yeah john decides make john squirms <laughs> hello welcome to john squirms before we start joel can i beg no implore no uh, probably implores less than beg actually beg was too i started too strong yeah can i whatever 
that if you're enjoying this podcast, if you're listening now, head on to your podcatching device and give us a review. Five stars is the only one that we've got this weird glitch on our podcast where the yeah, only five weird, stars works. So. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. But I mean, that's fine, right? Uh, yeah, just give us a review because it really helps us out. Now to me to pitch a film. Thanks, John. Fight Cub. <laughs> so um, this one's from Jenna. Animal I, or kids? Um, so is it an animal or is it a group of kids in uh, in the Cub Scouts? A cu- <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's really bad. A quick one on this. Where do bears live? I, I, you know what happened there, Joel? What? Because of, uh, because of uh, social... I've been socially trained. Yeah. For a second, I pretended to think about the answer to that question before realising <laughs> you were taking the piss. Yeah. Uh, but where do bears live? Oh. No, 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 no. No one got back to us on that. No one... Frankly. Yeah, I'll tell you why. No one knows, mate. <laughs> no one knows. So, like, enough people listened and none of those people know. Yeah. So, Extrapolate that out. No one knows. Anyway. Excuse me, mate. Eight-year-old children are fighting in a village hall. Do you think? Yeah, I, definitely. Because when, when I read... Arcala's running a little book on the side. <laughs> we need to talk about the names of the people who run Cubs. Why? It's they're odd, aren't they? Aren't they Jungle Book? Why? Cubs. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I imagine Rajar Kipling might have had some involvement in the early days of the Scouts. I don't know. So it's like one called Mowgli? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you have a Mowgli? Oh, I'm thinking beavers, and then they're all called... I think they're all called, like, other animals. Are they? Yeah. It's an interesting system. Were you in them? I was thrown out of beavers. What? Absolutely no way. What for? Being too polite? (laughs) Went to the Marlow Rowing Museum. Yeah. and, uh, And I went to the loo, and this guy was... Uh, emptying out all the soap things yeah. into the onto the floor, and what like as a little prank? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so all the soap dispensers he was just dispensing onto the floor because he thought it was funny. The moment took me. I got involved. I, I got, cannot believe this. And I got in loads of trouble. Really? And I didn't get kicked. I oh, know. Sorry, I take it back. I didn't get kicked out, but it mortified me so yeah. much that I'd done it that I decided never to go again. And that's probably Joe. That's probably. The turning point in the yeah. man that you see today. If you hadn't been caught, who knows what you would have turned out to be. <laughs> be like a Russell Brand of this world. You would, yeah, yeah. So oh. when Jenna wrote Fight Cub... I want to, more, I want to talk in. more about you in... in <laughs> was it Beavers or Cubs you were in? It was Beavers. I didn't get to Cubs, I don't think. So I did the full lot. Oh, did Beavers, you? Cub Scouts, yeah. Nice. You know, I got up to some mischief, but I always made sure I had an alibi. <laughs> That's one of the badges I earned. <laughs> alibi badge, level three. Absolutely love the tuck shop. Yeah. Big fan of that. Wasn't a big fan of treading water for 20 minutes. You never reached these heights, did no, you? No, treading water? No, you know what treading water is. No. You've never heard of I, treading I, water? No, I've heard the phrase, and I know that it's used in another context. What do you mean, another context? Like, people can use it when they're not literally treading water. Like, it's, Oh, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Metaphorically, yeah. you can use it. So, it's a way of keeping yourself afloat, like, m- using minimal energy. So, if you're stuck in the water... So what are you doing? Lying like up, a, facing up? No, no, it's like a it's like a, a doggy paddle without any forward motion. Okay. So you're just sort of stood in the water. Ah. How long do it. you have to do it for? Twenty minutes? Yeah, there's different levels, mate. So initially it's five. <laughs> and I think it's like twenty, and then it's like thirty fully clothed. Bloody hell. Yeah, survival badges, mate. Got all three, didn't I? Well, I I'll never it. die. <laughs> At what point did you become invincible? Is it when you finish the last task or is it's it? When, when the final stitch badge? goes on the back. <laughs> Why do you think I'm wearing the, wearing the jumper now? I, I, I don't mean... To, I didn't I want to ask. new cool, cool fashion trend. I thought you were... Yeah, I thought you were wearing it ironically. Right. I'm gonna, I, am I got a, kicked out of two clubs <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> 
<laughs> you got kicked out. I of love two tangents. Clubs. I love tangents so much. Two clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. What? My parents sent me to every after school club. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? They didn't want to spend time with you. Mm, I, I like to think they thought he's got. He must have a talent. <laughs> he's not. He's not demonstrating it to us or at school. <laughs> but there must be something. You think they were like fish, fishing, pining for gold? Pining for gold. Panning for gold. <laughs> They were at home pining for gold. Oh, we'll get, I wish we had some bloody gold. No, sorry. sorry. <laughs> what I meant was they missed you whilst you were at the clubs and they called you gold. They thought you were gold. Pining for gold. <laughs> pining for gold. Oh. You'd have been useless in the deep south of America in the 1900s. Hey, what you doing there, kids? <laughs> pining for gold? Aren't we all pining for gold? <laughs> We're digging the content mine for some gold here, <laughs> yeah. aren't we? We're sifting through some terrible stuff to find some gold. That should be our tagline. <laughs> Dream Factory, <laughs> Pining for Gold. For gold. <laughs> right, Fight Cub. Or do you want to tell me about the clubs you were kicking? I'll tell you what, we'll talk about it at the end of the show. Fight Cub. I, so when Jenna wrote that, I thought, Paw Patrol. In the world where Paw Patrol exists. I know we've done this a few too many times, so I'm not going to... What, Paw Patrol? <laughs> yeah. Episodes 1, 7, 12. <laughs> no. We've done in a world where, you know, it, the whole idea, and I've seen articles, I don't know if we've discussed this, but there are articles online, mm-hmm. uh, so I won't go into too much detail in case we have discussed it before, yeah. questioning whether in a car's world, is there a car Hitler? Yeah. In a Paw Patrol world, is there a Paw Patrol fight cub? They are the emergency services, right? Yeah. Ambulance, fine. A little a little dog might get itself into some harm accidentally. Yeah. Fire service is similar. Fires can happen. There can be no one to blame. But there is a police dog, which would suggest that there are some animals committing crimes, <laughs> right? And one of them might be running an illegal dog fighting ring. You don't know. I've not watched enough Paw Patrol. <laughs> Does it get dark? It might get dark. These things go over kids' heads. You think there's like corrupt cops, cops on the Burks and stuff Taking, like that? Yeah. Taking little like a, uh, little bribes, little uh, doggy treat bribes. Like a little dog film noir. Yeah. Lovely. Is the sniffer dog in Paw Patrol a smaller dog? <laughs> a dog that can't speak to them. <laughs> it, no, it's a human. Yeah, it's a tiny human. A silent human. It's a silent, tiny human. Yeah. <laughs> and he's naked apart from a waistcoat. Yeah, exactly sniffs. right. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen it, I see. Love Paw Patrol. I've never actually watched it. I'm sort of very aware of it. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? How it's kind of in the Aoife, collective yeah. consciousness of the people, yeah. Everyone watches Paw Patrol, right? What's weird is no one watches Paw Patrol, but everyone knows about Paw Patrol. It's like Peppa Pig. Are you trying to suggest that Paw Patrol doesn't actually exist? In some ways, yeah. Kids just stare at a blank TV screen at the end and go, yeah, that was a great episode of Paw Patrol. <laughs> Wasn't it, Mum? Yeah, Mum. And Mum has to pretend she was paying attention. Maybe it's just a test to see if parents are paying attention. Set up by the government. The government, yeah, it'll be, yeah, the, it'll be one of the it'll be one of the branches of the civil service. I imagine. I think we've dealt with uh, Fight Cub with the dignity yeah, I, I, and respect I, it deserves. I disagree and say we haven't really thought about nine-year-old boys hitting each other enough. <laughs> I think that's more interesting because when you're that age, you love a bit of rough and tumble, don't you? You love getting in a scrap. Mm. Monetize it. That's what I'm saying. Joel says you love a bit of rough and tumble. You love getting in a scrap. He didn't meet nine-year-old John. Oh, uh, nah, you were too busy. Putting soap on the floor, <laughs> trying to clean up, no, clean up this busy. town. I was, <laughs> I was too busy thinking about the time four years ago that I put soap on the floor. <laughs> Joel and I have a mate, and he likes to wrestle us as adults. Yeah, 
and it, I find it absolutely mortifying. I love it. You get involved. I, I love it because he's so bad at wrestling, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've said, let me wrestle you with one arm and wrestle him with one arm. I'm not. I'm not a physical specimen by any stretch of the imagination. We once went to the wrestling, yeah, and did some wrestling. Yeah, that was good fun. I mostly, I, re- I really like a wrestle. I mostly stood still whilst he tried to tackle me. I love wrestling. Can we have a wrestle? No. Why not? Just it's not really my vibe. What is your vibe? <laughs> silence. We'll do that. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> if we can do five minutes of silence, can we do five minutes of wrestling? At the end of the podcast, fair, isn't it? At the end of the podcast, there'll just be ten minutes of mostly silence. Five minutes, which is us literally being silent. And the five others... minutes, you screaming in pain. <laughs> mercy, mercy. Is that what we're doing? Because there's no re- referee. It's just until someone screams mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or well, we get a ref in. Well, if you uh, would like to referee a wrestling match between John and I, tweet us. Let us know. Have you got another film? I've got one from Jack. Bugsy Post Malone. Right. <laughs> you're, you're loving that, aren't you? You're really loving good. that. All right. Solve this mystery. Who's Post Malone? What's happened? <laughs> I, Fuck, I was going to turn to you and say, tell me about Post Malone. I think Post Malone, If you, I think awareness of Post Malone and his musical output is now... The uh, like the the breaker between being young and old. I feel like I've now moved into a stage in my life where I can't keep up with stuff. I've just got an idea. I've just had an idea. Maybe Post Malone doesn't exist, and it's a test by the government <laughs> yes, to see whether teenagers, teenagers are paying attention. Yeah, so true. He can't exist, right? And the, but it's also the rap. It sounds like it does sound like a government appointed body have been asked <laughs> to write rap music. Yeah, doesn't it? The only, only what do you think of the big Post Malone song? Didn't I, I see someone the other day that someone had ghostwritten it? I'm really sad. <laughs> yeah, it's, Joey it's, Badass. So, really? Yeah. Is that a fact? Yeah. That's interesting. Because Joey Badass is good. Yeah, it's kind of like when you learn that the only Grammy Nas ever won was for writing Getting Jiggy with it, the Will Smith song. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite fun. That's, that's more a fun, fun track. That's more fun than Joey Badass. For those listening who somehow Post Malone has passed them by, it's like auto tune modern pop rap. He does that bit in the middle. Words. I, I would say he is to rap what Nickelback are to rock. Do you think? Yeah. He's not, he's not cool then? No, but for some reason he's immensely popular. So dressing up like him today was not a good idea? I don't know, mate. You pulled it off. Thanks, mate. Yeah. And that's, that's Post Malone. Bugsy Bugs, Post Malone. Now, Bugsy Malone. Because there's the musical link. An absolute classic. Start. Yeah, okay, so actually is it is it like a modern day Bugsy Malone? And he writes, well, Joey Badass writes all the songs. <laughs> it's the ASAP crew. Oh, not those guys again. <laughs> no, what was that? What was the crew uh, we came up with? Who was it? <laughs> the Thai crew. That oh, was the Thai crew, yeah. <laughs> it's entirely ghostwritten by the Thai I crew. I absolutely love the idea of the ASAP crew that are just really like, they're going to get stuff to you as quick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Hi mate, have you got that? Have you got that new song? Oh, we're going to get it to you ASAP. Like, how often do you write that in an email? What does it mean? What does it mean? It means absolutely nothing. You know, it literally. Means, it literally right? means okay, as soon as possible. As soon checking. as possible, Rocky. No, has anyone really ever thought? What does that even mean? It's so rubbish. As soon. So, but the S in soon is a dollar. Yeah, is that what they're talking about? Making money as soon as soon as possible. It's not very. Cool, it's so. Is it? It's not a cool acronym. That's like calling myself. WFH Joel. <laughs> working from home is better than ASAP. Working from yeah, working from home is better. I I would lo- I want to see more office based acronyms in hip hop, and I I won't stop beating that drum until it happens. <laughs> I because I how would you pronounce O O O? 
Your classic. Ooh, Ooh John. Out of Ooh, office, John. John. <laughs> Ooh, John. I was thinking of going with punctual John as my rap name. Nice. Good. Not not an office anagram, but we'll take it. Well, no, because I'm going with the ASAP vibe. Yeah, I know. Punctual John. Punctual John. It's the same. It's the same. Who else is in the ASAP crew? Greg, who meets deadlines. As soon as possible, Ferg. <laughs> that just sounds like something I would say, wouldn't it? Have you got that report? Uh, as soon as possible, Ferg. <laughs> I work with I'm someone called Ferg. Get t-shirts printed that say as, <laughs> as soon, soon as possible, possible Rocket. <laughs> so head to our website. Uh, yeah. Use the code Dream Factory for ten percent off the as soon as possible T-shirt range. How many members do you think there are of the as soon as possible crew? <laughs> I don't know. Is it is it three? It's ten. Oh, okay. It's ten, and two have left. Oh. There's been twelve as soon as possible. It's because they kept they they kept showing up to me. <laughs> I love the idea of a really punctual hip hop act. Anyone that's seen hip hop live will know that's a rare rare beast. Maybe that's what they, they set out. They're like, look, the music's never going to be that good, but bloody hell, we'll be there five minutes before stage time. Don't you worry about it. Has anyone seen a? Is that, if you're listening and you've seen any of ASAP Crew live, yep. please let us know if they showed up on time. Sorry, guys, we've got an eleven o'clock curfew. <laughs> we've got to get off this stage as soon as possible. Right, I've got a lot of questions, and I would really like to get on the phone. To I one think of it's because they want to make money as soon as possible, but it. <laughs> It's rubbish, isn't it? None of them have ever been in a work environment. Like, none of them have ever been in an office. Because they would realise how lame that is. I know this is a reality Don't tell TV your parents show. about it. Who are you seeing tonight? ASAP Rocky. <laughs> also, Rocky's not great either. Rocky sounds like a, a nickname for one of your dad's mates. It, it does, not it? Yeah, yeah, So they write... Works in a quarry. <laughs> so they write Bugsy Malone yeah. for... Post Malone to star in. <laughs> I'm sold. You in? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, would you like this one from Tim? Yes. It says in the, it says in the email, please uh, say my name in a high-pitched voice. No, I don't know. I'm just having fun. Gwynception. Welsh lady. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, 
Well, I don't know. It's just about Gwyn's... It's literally, I've just got Gwynception. I assume because of... Because of... Because of national stereotypes, mm-hmm. I assume this lady's Welsh. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's fair to, to assume. For the sake of making a film right now, because otherwise we could just spend the next five minutes me going, well, you know, she could be from anywhere. Gwyn, Gwyn is a name that's used in other places too. No, it's not. But mostly in Wales. <laughs> Gwynception. So Welsh Inception. Is it Welsh Inception or do we so just like, watch a lady called Gwyn? The Sleep? valleys are like being turned upside down and around. That would look beautiful. That would look great. Ever been to the uh, Brecon Beacons? Maybe. It's great out there. I've mate. been to Wales a lot. So what a vista. It's one of the it's one of the top beacons. <laughs> I yeah, I, it's in my oh, top 5 beacons I think. Yeah. <laughs> Please run me through some of the other ones. Uh, oh, that's a good question. I'm the ones used to alert of, uh, of the Vikings coming. Hang on. Would the fire with the fire of Gondor or whatever it is, the horn of Gondor, would that be a beacon? What's a beacon? Hang on, mate. I'm just looking up. Uh, yes, excellent work. Uh, under in fiction for the uh, Wikipedia entry, yeah, beacons. J.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings is, uh, is mentioned. Yeah. Well, that would be my number one. <sighs> it's Thank great. you. It's a top beacon. Now this one, this next one isn't from uh tim it's from james mm-hmm. but i don't know i don't know whether they were they were together or it's just the same person emailing them twice because this one's a singing in lorraine that's good that's good isn't it people always do it. people love a lorraine um pun don't they what quiche lorraine <laughs> quiche lorraine isn't a pun john quiche yeah quiche lorraine's a thing, a thing. <laughs> my brain wasn't working there like yeah like that classic <laughs> no like i can't stand lorraine at my window I'll set, set fire, fire to, to Lorraine. Lorraine. Yeah, <laughs> all the fun. There's so much good Lorraine stuff out there. There's if lots you, of good Lorraine content. If you've uh, if you're listening to this podcast but haven't heard uh, that Adele song, it just sounds like we're really weirdly threatening her. I'll set fire. I'll set fire to I'll Lorraine. Set fire to, if you won't do it, I'll do it. I'm happy to. I'm happy to set. Uh, really happy to set fire to her. <laughs> Lorraine Kelly. Is that what we're assuming? Is that the most famous of the Lorraines? She. For those who don't live in England. Lorraine Kelly is is like in in England is like Madonna levels of famous. <laughs> Are you mad? I mean, have Her you TV lost your show mind? is called Lorraine. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. She the, doesn't Jer- need a surname. So Jeremy. Oh yeah, true, true. She yeah. doesn't need a surname. She's Lorraine. She like is Pelle. Lorraine. She's like Pele. She's like Pele. Yeah, similar to Pele. I mean, this has been. 80% us talking about Cubs and 20% us ignoring people's requests for films. That's what the people want. <laughs> Give the people more of what they want. I think this one's really good and I think this we can go somewhere with this one. All right. Um, so this one comes from Kay. Okay. The Reven Ant. <laughs> <laughs> what, an ant fights a bear? There's a lot of bear. <laughs> what, what? A lot we're really fighting bears. Shut the front door. You get in that elevator and pitch an ant fight a bear <laughs> and you come out with a contract. There's not been any good ant content since the weird uh, Ants Bugs Life War. No, that's not talked about enough, I don't think. How did two studios decide on that was what they were doing and they were released at the same time? That's a, I, I, it's often not cited in history books as World War Three, but it really it should It really be. was, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like Oasis Blur. It was our generation's Oasis versus Blur. <laughs> Daddy, tell What's your me, favourite? Daddy, tell me about the ants' bug life for. <laughs> well, son, sit down. Uh, bugs life. Yeah, that's the right answer, isn't it? Yeah, is but it I like feels... ants feels like the plucky little guy. Well, yeah, because it was the DreamWorks one. But isn't it? it voiced by, isn't Woody Allen the guy? Mate, I, 
I don't know. I'm not sure on my uh, my voice casting, but I'm pretty sure um, the unfortunately the Pixar lot is a pretty questionable place. Not and Bugs Life itself, least of all, because Hopper was played by a certain Mister Kevin Spacey. So this is problematic. So the the the, the losers of the Ants versus Bugs Life war was everyone. It, ultimately, everyone lost. That's a horrible revelation. It is sad, isn't it? So uh, throw out your DVDs. So this is timely, because mm. what we need right now is a new Ant-based film. And we'll get it voiced by AI. So Perfect. none of... No oh, allegations. Eventually they're going to rise up, aren't they? Because I was thinking, could we pick someone who guaranteed, like we think, is completely clean? Yeah, a woman. But the world... Well, that's a good point. Yeah, because I was going to say... I was going to say all those people we love. Yeah. At time, like we'd have to. I'd have to put a little bit buzzer in afterwards. Go at time of recording. Uh, yeah, God, we'd be in trouble. Um, all right, the all Revenant, fe- all female creepy crawly movie. Yeah. the Revenant. I love it. All female. Oh, great. Yeah, it's like the Ocean's Eight. It's like the Ocean's Eight stuff. Yeah, they're going to reclaim it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, what happens in the Revenant? So it's about. <laughs> a, it's like it's windy. Colonial and American. Leonardo DiCaprio has to get somewhere. Yeah. I've not, uh, confession. Oh, I've not seen it. Okay. There's always one award film that I let slip by. That's. I mean, is that all right, mate? Yeah, I think like it's one you should have seen in a cinema, and I'm not sure watching it on a DVD would do no. it justice. I think. Imagine how big that ant would be on the big screen. Oh, she's going to look huge. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be great. She's going to fight a female bear. Yeah. To be fair, in the film, female bear was protecting her young, I mm-hmm. believe. That's why she... Yeah, against might... the deadly ants. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about The Revenant now. Oh, right, okay. Leo DiCaprio. Oh, I tell you the last time ants had a starring role. Go on. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom Kingdom of the uh, Crystal Skull, whatever it's called. And yeah, the Crystal was it. Skull. Was it yeah, called yeah. The Kingdom? It wasn't called Kingdom The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh. God, that's a mouthful. It is, isn't it? <laughs> no wonder it is so badly. There's ants in that that consume some bad guys. Uh, so what you're saying is all ant films are either rubbish in the first place or they get spoiled with time. So we maybe we should put this one on. There. Yeah, cutting room floor. Um, one thing on the Revenant though is there was a really weird furore around the time. Do you remember this? Because when... Leonardo DiCaprio had sex with the bear. <laughs> that was yeah. Allegedly, and obviously, I mean, no one worded it like that. <laughs> but that's a because better that way to word it because that implies that he was the Consenting. the main actor. Yeah. <laughs> the... Like he made, like he wooed the bear. <laughs> It's two consenting parties. Um, yeah, that's and it was before the film came out, and that's all anyone was yeah. talking about. Really weird. Sat in the cinema waiting for that scene. <laughs> no, 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 no. Rose petals no, through the forest. No, 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 no. <laughs> Is there a piece of music that that can more only be applied to one scenario than that one? Well, there's the other sex song. What's that? <laughs> yeah, both great choices. Yeah. But have them both on if you're feeling ambitious. <laughs> At the same time. No, I meant one after the other. <laughs> what a whole seven minutes? Yeah. Fucking hell. Know, mate. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. There's guys out there capable of it. <laughs> right, John. Would you like John. my own personal idea from the depths of my soul? Yeah. I give you Groundhog Millionaire. Yes. You into it? Yes. Bill Murray. No, Dev Patel. <laughs> Why do you always do that when I say Bill Murray? <laughs> it's so weird. I just think every it's so Bill Murray weird. No, performance. It's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> I think every Bill Murray performance. you point for me as well. 
Just, Bill Murray. <laughs> Dev Patel. It's weird, isn't it? It's a weird tick you've got. It's so weird. I just think every performance that Bill Murray, that Dev Patel does. Would you rename be... the comedy pub in Islington? <laughs> the Dev, the Dev, the Dev, Dev Patel. Patel. Yeah, that yeah. is a niche. That's a niche game. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I just think it could be improved by Dev Patel. Okay. Well, they're both in it. So great. Let me finish. Maybe. <laughs> So anyway, Bill Murray, <laughs> they're both there. They have, you know what's happening, they have to compete in the game show every day until they win it. Yeah, but that, that's only literally, how many questions are there, 12? No, you've not seen this one. <laughs> it starts at one pound and then it's two pounds until a million pounds. <laughs> and they have to try and remember a million answers. <laughs> the, film, the film is two weeks long. <laughs> they're going to put it on at the Prince Charles. There's no montage of them getting questions. No, of course not. <laughs> Hundreds to Of course not, of course none. not. By the end of it, Bill Murray will be 90 years old. Definitely. Yeah, hey, thank you very much. I'm not sure how old he'll be. Yeah, do you like it? Yeah. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Groundhog Millionaire. Uh, I've got one for you. I'd like to hear it. Judge Shred. <laughs> so. Okay. Dystopian Future. Judge John Judy's there. What's his name? Judge John... Guy's name from the BBC TV show. What are you talking about? Do you remember that show? No. Judge John Deed. Who's Judge John Deed? That player. Yeah. Why is he getting involved? (laughs) It's Judge Shred. (laughs) Don't try and get involved with my ideas with other judges. Judge John Deed. It's a mid noughties It's so pre Netflix. What are you going to say? Judge Rinder's on it as well now. it's a judge ensemble piece. Who's the, who's the American one? The judge female? Judy. Yeah, is she yeah. involved? Of course, she, you bet your ass she is, mate. So, it's a judge ensemble film. John D. Judge Jules. <laughs> judge Jules, the DJ. <laughs> he does the soundtrack. Yeah. Judge Judy, Judge Rinder. It's actually mm-hmm. a panel show with good, uh, good. bodybuilders. It's 12 Angry <laughs> judge Men. Shred. Uh, don't worry, I'm just Googling famous judges. Oh, it's actually. They're actual me, judges, yeah, right? They, annoyingly, they give me actual judges, yeah, not people like called judge so is it is it an alternate universe in not an alternate a dystopian future where for some reason being ripped is currency <laughs> joel's giggling to himself as he googles famous judges uh just having a really good time on the fictional judges wikipedia category and judge fudge <laughs> who's judge fudge what's he did uh he's oh. in a show called drawn together but judge fudge's a fun name isn't it yeah yeah does he judge fudge couldn't possibly say, mate. Couldn't possibly say. Anyway, dystopian future. Give me, give me, you know, give me your original idea. This is it. Okay. Dystopian future where why would why would being ripped be nece- like a necessity? Ants are really big now. Big enough they can fight bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So ants are so big they can fight bears that all humans need to be ripped and Judge Shred. Yep. Goes around making checking everyone's body fat yeah. index. And he rides a tame ant. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. And checking their bicep size and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. And if they're not up to standard, shoots them in the head. I like that. Yeah. I mean, and maybe so- there's a televised show where, like, you know, like um, Mr. Universe. Mm. But he's obviously the main guy. He's the judge shred. But maybe he's hitting Maybe he's hitting his 50s and he's, starting to, he's on the wane a bit. Oh, fuck. How about that element? He gets sliced down back. Yeah, and he has to confront his own 
inadequacies. Because everyone, when they saw they saw the original Judge Dredd in the 90s and then they saw the really good one mm-hmm. recently, they thought, let's bring Sly back for the yeah. remake. Um, so, wait, and he's watching like some sort of gladiatorial contest yeah. of bear versus man versus ant. Yeah, you got it. Three-way fight. How, get out of my head. <laughs> versus, uh, pup- versus puppies. A few puppies, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Get them in there. It's been a very, it's been a very animal fighty. Episode. It's been a mad one, to be honest, mate. <laughs> I'll be glad to get out of this room. <laughs> oh. Well, don't because we're going to have the chat after the bit where nobody's listening. All right then, we won't see you there. Anyway, that I guess is the end. You guess, you hope, you pray. This is the end. My only friend. The end. As a uh, Jim that- Morrison once sang. Is, it, is the end like he sounds like a wrestler <laughs> this is the end uh, the end this is my only friend <laughs> anyway I'll let you to I'm going to go get some drinks you want a drink anyway we know it's the end because we are being ushered out of the studio there is actually a rat tat tat at the studio door uh, and marching their way in John who is it <laughs> fuck you <laughs> it's a giant ant bye <laughs> That was the maddest one yet. You think? And uh, we and we've pi- we've picked up a few new listeners. We did a Black Mirror one, and that's like a very uh, searchable, friendly thing at the moment. Yeah, this might be their second listen. <laughs> Sorry, what are they thinking? They're thinking. They came for Black Mirror stuff, mate. Mostly, we speculated on animals fighting. <laughs> In the Black Mirror episode, we actually stuck to the. To the brief, the brief a little yeah. bit as well, yeah, 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 yeah. which is weird. Yeah, no, I don't. I didn't enjoy doing that, which is why I thought I'm going to set this one on fire. Um, right, first things first. It's going to be a lot of admin, so let's everyone get excited. Oh, yeah, settle in. in. There aren't any other podcasts, so just settle in for the admin. <laughs> settle yourself down. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll leave two minutes now for you to put the kettle on. <laughs> is that make yourself two, a cup of tea. Is that two of my five minutes silence that you promised me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a cup of tea, uh, and then let's just let's get together. Let's all, let's all get around the fire and do some bloody admin. Um, you have to tell us about the other clubs that you were thrown out of. Yeah, no worries, clubs. mate. Happy to do that. Uh, number one, climbing. So, <laughs> what? So, go on. I've thrown out a climbing club, mate. So, the weekends. Were, my... were you at the top or at the bottom at the time? Let me, let me tell the story. <laughs> oh, it was very much a, a descent in, uh, in, in more ways than one. Anyway, so, my, the, this client. Uh, look, I'm not afraid to name a shame. Arath a climbing club in Gillingham, right? They, they're. I don't know if it's still the same because we're talking 18 years ago here. They're. Uh, Policy for dividing up climbers was done by age, not aptitude. Right? Uh, I'm not. Afraid, I'm not afraid to blow my own trumpet. I was a pretty good climber, nine or ten years old. Okay, a solid climber. But I was stuck with all the idiots in the same age as me. But the thing is, for years I've been climbing trees. I've been like as an amateur, I've been out there climbing a lot. Right? You were a real enthusiast. I, I loved it. I loved it. I would climb anything. Mm. And so when we started climbing club, very amateur. We're talking walls, not even like vertical walls, like on a gradient. I was so boring. So one day, I just before I got bored, I climbed up before they put a harness on me. Oh! I just climbed right up the wall, which is quite scary, really, when I think about it now. And and what's mad is I absolutely would not do that now, like regardless of what the slope was like. Anyway, that to like send up a guy to abseil me down, and then they wouldn't let me back. So oh, what you stayed at the top? Yeah, you wouldn't climb down. Well, I got to the top and I'd done the fun bit. (laughs) Come and get me, (laughs) you pricks! I guess this is me now. (laughs) Yeah. 
I remember I've really got a really vivid memory of that climbing club when I was in the office um, with waiting to be told off. Uh, and there was another guy in there who wasn't going to be the teller offer. And he was like, do you want to see a magic trick? <laughs> right. it, it stays with me so clearly. And I was like, yeah, right. Um, what you got? And he goes, look, I'm going to make this packet of crisps disappear. And then he just sat in silence and ate all the crisps <laughs> for about five minutes. And then he showed me the empty packet. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It's quite good. How did you do it? It's, pardon? How did you do it? I don't know, but I, I've been trying to figure it out for 18 years. <laughs> one day, I'll crack it. Uh, and the other one was a sailing club, which is, like, that sounds pretty cool, right? That sounds like I was maybe at a regatta or something in Henley. There was a sailing club in Medway, so the boats were like rickety old boats. It was in some weird square of water that was full of jellyfish. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Anyway, I tried to jump from one boat to the other, like some sort of pirate. Yeah. And the sail knocked me into the water I was like a little bit dazed and unconscious in the water with my life jacket and, I, and again I can really vividly remember the sound of like the, the speedboat coming out to get me so, like chugga, 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 chugga. and the yeah. guy in the front showed you a magic trick yeah he was like I'm going to make yeah. <laughs> hey watch this mate I'm going to make these scampi fries disappear <laughs> and then by the time we got back to the shore no more scampi fries amazing really uh, well there yeah. you go that mischief, was, mate. I loved a bit of mischief as a kid. That was wonderful. Uh, a bit of an attention seeker. I've got rid of that now, which is quite yeah. good. Really got it out there. Yeah, yeah. Early doors, yeah. Very shy. Yeah. Um, we've had some tweets and stuff, so I thought, what? Well, let's address them. What? Uh, Emma Bourne got in touch. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing. Obviously, first things first, thanks for getting in touch. That's, that means a lot. Uh, but second things second, as they say famously. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where do they put the third thing? Joel and I don't remember what we spoke about in this episode that we're currently yeah. you're currently listening mm-hmm. to so when people get in touch about stuff that happened in earlier episodes I oh no yeah I saw this happening. and it's just it's weird isn't it it's weird if you're still looking like for shit coffee if you're still looking for shit coffee related Bond villains Mellow Bird would win I don't, I don't even know where to begin with that. The answer is no, we're not still looking. Imagine it. Imagine if she listens to 20 Thank episodes you. and we're still, like, all it is is us trying to come up with another shit coffee related Bond villain. Thank you so People much. People are sticking with it. It's like become like a real passion project. Everyone that's listening is like, go on, lads. Um, I, all I remember was I said, Carte Noir sounds like a French uh, co- yeah. collection of ninjas. Yeah. She, she also said that Mellow Bird's probably. A Bond girl, mm. and considering the uh, considering the misogyny uh, displayed within old James Bond films, I wouldn't be put it past them putting the word bird in the but name absolutely. of one of the. Bond it, I mean, it's surprising they didn't, to be honest. <laughs> uh, also, Jason got in touch, and this really confused. I think both of us. Yeah, and this was recently. This is based yeah, yeah, on yeah. the no, not last episode, but a couple of episodes yeah. ago. And um, he said, he said that you apparently promised that we'd all go for a we'd all go for a cinema trip. I think that's just wistful. I think Jason uh, knows how forgetful we are, and he just wants to go to the cinema with us. Yeah, get in touch, tweet us that we owe you a fiver. And yeah, we'll probably- <laughs> send it. I'll, mate, just send me your PayPal details and I'll, I'll fling it over. That's cool. I'd, I'd be up for a cinema trip. Yeah, so would I. I reckon, uh, you know, th- that is something that we will organise in the future. I think take some listeners to the cinema. They, yeah. Obviously, they'll buy their own tickets, but... And then we'll all sit in a cafe and come up with sequels. I think maybe a bar. How about that? Big slush puppy between us. Maybe a tea shop or something. Big sl- no, big slush. I-, I reckon we all get a tango ice blast and really, and just like buzz so much off sugar, run into the toilet, soap all over the floor, just really go for it. <laughs> Little, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Have sorry. you ever had a tango ice blast? I stood in the corner like my mum's crossing. I know how this ends. <laughs> uh, have you had a tango ice blast? As a teenager, yeah. They were. 
not around when you were a teenager. The Tango Ice Blast has not been... What, you think it was here? It has not been around for more than seven years. I, there's absolutely no way. The Slush Puppy reigned supreme until about eight months ago, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> eight months? Eat a shoe, mate. Tango Ice, Tango Ice Blast has got its own Twitter account. And that, I mean, they're, Tango are divvying up their stuff too much. <gasps> Tango Ice Blast is made by Slush Puppy. Fuck off. No. Why would they do that? Do they uh, are they the only ones with the key to that technology? <laughs> uh I don't know about you guys, but uh once the episode's finished, I'm mostly gonna be reading the um the Wikipedia article for the slush puppies, so uh, which is good. I cannot believe that they they're pumping out the Tango Ice Blast. Fanta Frozen? There's a whole world here, mate. I'll tell you what, I can't find a Wikipedia for Tango Ice Blast. Yeah, which would suggest it's not been around very long, wouldn't it? It would suggest yeah. that it doesn't actually exist and it was invented by the government to <laughs> test. Men in their mid-twenties. I'm sending them a tweet. Mm-hmm. Hello, Tango Ice Blast UK. When did you come into existence? The drink, not the Twitter account. Thanks in advance. Yours faithfully. The Dream Factory. This is going to be fun for the listener because they'll they'll probably know the answer to this question if they follow us on Twitter before mm. we do. We, m- we might never know. All right, well, I mean, if in the next couple of minutes that comes through, great. If not, we'll have to, you have, we'll have to leave this yeah. in, in a sense of mystery. Um, I'd like to reiterate the message at the top of the podcast that if you are listening, if you're still, if you've listened this far, you must enjoy it. Either it's some, either you're putting yourself through some sort of punishment or you're trying to listen, you know, listen out for a couple of guys, maybe you've got it worse than you. Um, but we would absolutely love it if you could share, like, subscribe this show. Any way, any way that you have, you have within your powers to share the show would be greatly appreciated by by myself and and by John as well. I speak on John's behalf there. He does in this, in this instance, in this instance only. Yeah, there we are. Thank you. Bye and good night. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show 
follow us on social media, then you'll be the best listener.